Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Wasn't that Jenny reveal awesome? And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 388th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, who has done too many of these shows, Trainer Thatch, here today with my sleuthing co-host, we have the fluffiest detective herself, the fluffiest whimsicott. Who is not shady at all and who has the plot all figured out. I feel like anybody had the plot figured out, but I mean, we can get yeah, that like later. Two, ten uh, <laughs> and then I didn't got- mean the plot of the movie, I meant the plot of this episode. And then we've got the lying Linian. Uh, lying's a bad word, you don't lie, you're actually very honest. Yes, Thatch, I have never ever lied to you. Mm-hmm. I don't believe mm-hmm. that part, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but welcome to the show if you're new. Welcome back if you're old. This is the Puckle Podcast, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a show where we talk everything Pokemon from the video game to the trading card game to even the movie industry now in Detective Pikachu. Um, and this is guest starring Ryan. Uh, our show today is guest starring Ryan Reynolds. Not at all. Um, I wish it was. That'd be a beautiful, beautiful thing to try. I wish one of us could, like, make a convincing Ryan Reynolds impression, at least. I don't know that that's possible. I feel like he's the only man that can do that. I'm just going to throw that <laughs> out there. There's got to be at least one guy. There's he, at least one Italian. He, one one Ryan Reynolds to rule them all. Oh, but welcome to the show. We're going we're gonna to talk to you today, of course, about the Detective Pikachu movie. Um, anyways, uh, we've all seen it by this point. And uh, if you haven't, unfortunately, there will be spoilers when we get to the topic of the episode today. So do do keep that in mind if you do plan on seeing the movie later on and you don't want it spoiled for you. Uh, unfortunately, the movie does a very good job of doing that itself, but that is fine. <laughs> And so we will we will continue uh, continue ahead anyway. Um, so without further ado, though, what have you guys been up to? It's been a little bit since I've seen both of you here on the show. I have seen you obviously here other times <laughs> or around. Well, I bought a house. Ooh. I bought a car, and I bought a ticket to Detective Pikachu. Well, that those are um, I I don't know which one of those is most exciting. Right? I don't know either. <laughs> um, I don't know. It depends. It depends on what how big the house is, and like if there's a Detective Pikachu themed room. I am, I am trying to calculate how many Detective Pikachu would fit inside my house, but <laughs> I think the math is a bit too complex for me because I have a slanted roof, and so we're gonna do that some other time. <laughs> That's calculating volume at this point, not even square footage. 
I mean, I would do it, but the slanted roof kind of like makes really? it a little too complicated to do while I'm talking to you guys in a okay. foreign language and we're trying to put a show together. That's fair. So I do have one quick question, though, before we continue. Um, so in Italy, we call we call the we call the space in the house square footage here in the United States. What do they call it in Italy? Is it just like square area or like square meters? They because just do square we meters? Have a, yeah, we have a functioning like system of measuring yeah, stuff <laughs> i mean it's very intuitive to say that 12 inches is a foot and then from there 500 5200 uh 5200 or 180 feet is a mile uh that's very that's very intuitive i'm not going to make the usual joke i make about harry potter money <laughs> <It's> all- <laughs> it, it is harry potter money <laughs> You are absolutely right. I think the only thing that makes sense are maybe like our units of weight and uh, volume is because those are at least all like it, it's it's a base eight system. Which, as we all know, we are little gray men from the planet Vega yes, yes, 7X yes, yes. and we have eight fingers. So, yeah, we have eight fingers. Thumbs aren't fingers. They're at least not it's- technically fingers. At least it's a base eight system and not like, I, I don't know, does 12 go into 5,180? I don't know the answer to that question. 12 would be like a it much, might much better base for our numbering systems. It's just that we have the wrong number of appendages on our appendages. Uh, it Is turns that out, Yes. It turns out 12 <laughs> does not go into 5,180. Uh, for those of you at home wondering. It does not. It goes in there 431.6666666666 times. So um, there you go. Thank I did, you. I did the math. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> um, all right. What about you, Lydian? What have you been up to? Uh, I've made a worse financial decision. I got into the TCG. Oh, that's past, a, ter- that's uh, a terrible financial decision. Uh, I've put too much into it, and it's not showing signs of even slowing. Well, um, I, this newest set has been, like, really stupid. Really, what got me into it is uh, Seth Vilo, in his corrupting ways, said, Hey, there's a viable Blacephal on deck. And I went, Oh? And uh, now I'm playing that. I've been looking into building a second deck. I've been looking into League Times. It's been a whole thing. I'm audibly shaking my head. Like, I know. audibly. Because I, I've been down this route, and then I got out. I'm out. Like, I'm, I'm clean yeah. now. I'm clean. It doesn't help that I have stupid pack luck. It's like, oh, what's in this one? Oh shit, forty dollars full art. Like, um, I'm just, I, I, I got out. I'm sitting here. I've got, I've got about two hundred code cards sitting on my desk that have been unredeemed, um, and none of them are from. I think the newest set that they're from is probably Lost Thunder, and that's it. That's the previous set though. That's only like no, Lost Thunder was like two sets ago. Oh but yeah, there. There's significantly fewer. There's significantly fewer uh, cards from Lost Thunder in there. Significantly fewer. So I mean, it, it was like I think the last set that I really bought in on was Ultra Prism, and then after that, it just went no more. Uh, it was pretty much when I moved to Dayton. <laughs> like that's, that's goodbye. The, well, I was just, because I had a regular league I would go to, and like I liked the people of that league, and the. Uh, I mean, I I don't want to like I know there are probably some Dayton like locals that listen to this podcast. And it's not that it's uh it's bad per se. It's just it's not for me, right? Because they they do things a little bit more intensely than I do, in, in terms of uh, 
in terms of wanting to play like i just want to go to league have some like casual fun and do it i mean they're they're sitting there like betting money on like the the matches and stuff like that uh there's only what? like yeah uh and there's only like two there's only like two leagues really in town right now and maybe one or two of them they're like really still like they're they're strong you know what i mean uh so i i just i i couldn't get into it they're also farther away from my house uh, in other news, though, I did get uh, I did find out that there is a board game shop that just opened up within walking distance of my house, which is really cool. Uh, I went over there. I, I I just needed some like I just needed some dice for uh, my D and D session this past weekend, so I w- I went over there to go check it out. And like the guy over there, is super nice. He, he he was great. I mean, they don't do Pokemon TCG, unfortunately. I, I guess I could help them with that. Technically, I think I haven't lost my professor status yet. I think I lose it in like three days. <laughs> so i guess i could go over there and like host a league for them if they really really wanted to get into the pokemon tcg game but the problem is i know but, if i do that like i'm gonna start doing it to myself again exactly and i don't want to do that start buying cards again i don't want to do yeah. that yeah, yeah. I, i'd much rather like host like a video game tournament or something again yeah i just i just don't want to do that to myself but i mean they had dice and that's what i got when i went there <laughs> Oh, and bought some dice. But it's a cool place. They're going to, like, open a restaurant in it. They just got their food license, so you can, like, buy food when you're playing D&D or whatever tabletop game you're playing in there. Nice. That's a good thing. I've, I've really, like, thrown myself in, like, headfirst into this, like, D&D world um, as of late, which has been really nice. It's been a nice, like, creative outlet outside of Puckle. That is not what you were saying an hour ago, but let's fly over there. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's not get dragged back into that mire. <laughs> uh well uh ryan listens to this so hi hi again ryan uh happy birthday by the way um and he he was there he was he was one of my D players i, I did a D session over the weekend but was that ryan reynolds uh no different ryan um ryan mm, ryan's just one of Nash. my players <laughs> we need to teach you the meaning of yes and uh, <laughs> uh it was not ryan reynolds it was it was uh, uh our our money um so we're uh from there though i think we'll we'll just switch gears and we'll kick it on over to the news so let's cue that epic music coming to you live from the lavender town radio tower this just in and in the news, we have a few things to talk about. First of all, the Detective Pikachu movie came out, and it's actually favorable reviews. We'll talk about it later. Moving on. Uh, Pokemon is working with the app developer DNA. If you are unfamiliar with who DNA is, DNA actually collaborates a lot with Nintendo. They've collaborated with pretty much every single first-party Nintendo mobile game that exists. Fire Emblem Heroes, Mitomo, uh, Super Mario Run, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Uh, and the upcoming Mario Kart one that's coming out as well. Uh, so DNA actually like focuses on building all of the Nintendo branded uh, mobile games. And it has been announced during the investor briefing this past week that Pokemon is also working with DNA as of right now to develop a mobile app. So it's not going to be available until March of next year. And I'm wondering what it is. I, I don't expect it to be anything like super exciting. In the back of my mind, I go, man, it would be really cool if it was like the mobile version of Pokebank. And that would be a really cool app to get out. But I don't think that's something that DNA would really focus on since they've worked on things like, like I said, Fire Emblem Heroes, Super Mario Run, and Pocket Camp. 
Yeah, they do actual games. Yeah, they do actual games. I, I, I would really like to see because that would be perfect timing, or just about the timing you would expect us to get uh, to get PokeBank at this point, because they always make us wait longer than we should. Yeah, for, for the PostBank meta, uh, which is good and bad. I because Bank's going to happen. We all know this. It's going to happen one way or the other. You're going to get Bank. Uh, I think they're going to have to do something where like you connect your phone to your Switch though, just to like sync accounts or something like that, or sync you with your 3DS. 3DSware that turns your Pokemon into QR codes you scan with your phone. So they got rid of ten a, a day. <laughs> they got rid of some stuff on the eShop from the 3DS. Like the 3DS is definitely dying. Like we we know this now. They've got nothing planned for it, and like nothing's really happening with the system. No new iterations, anything like that. And especially when Pokemon comes out, I feel like that. Like it, we we had the meme when X and Y came out back in 2013. Of here's the PS Vita's coffin, and it was like Pokemon X and Y. Um, and I think Pokemon Sword and Shield, we can similarly say, here's the D- 3DS's coffin. Honestly, like, I keep forgetting it's not going to be out on 3DS. We've been on 3DS for so long that... It's it's both the best and the worst thing. I I Because I, I think we have so much possibility on the Switch. I am very upset that at the fact that right now the Switch has maybe a six-hour battery life. Yeah. And that, that's, what, that's what really bothers me, because I, I really want to play these things handheld. And I want to be able to, like, take it on a plane, take it on a long flight, play Pokemon, right? And not only that, it bricks if you use a third-party charger, uh, which, you know, They've kind of that. fixed that. They kind of fixed that. I, so there are some issues with, like, the Switch. We have heard rumors of, like, two iterations of the Switch coming out. I'm sure at E3 we're going to hear more about the new iterations of the Switch that will be coming out. And I would be very unsurprised if their release dates weren't very close to Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Definitely for, like, if they're doing a handheld one, like a more handheld one, and it's coming out this year, it's going to come out the same day as Pokemon. I, I don't know about that, just because Pokemon is absolutely coming out. I, I What did I say? It's like it's like late the November. The 22nd or something. The 22nd yeah. of November. Because um, the last time they did it was when they released the 2DS alongside of Pokemon X and Y, because the 2DS was literally just a Pokemon machine. Exactly. And, uh, I don't think they'll wait until November to drop a new console. I think they would definitely I think they would do it in October like at the latest. I think we would see okay, new switch iteration at this time. I I'm just curious to see what the new switch iterations are. I'm sure by now because it's been 2 years, we probably have better battery capabilities. So we can go ahead and say, "Hey, you have this high-powered switch, this performance level switch, but it also still has a longer battery life." If I can get both a longer battery life and a nicer switch out of it, I'm game. Like I'll buy that one hands down like i will go trade in my old one or even just keep it and try to homebrew it and go get yeah. go get this new one right now a problem with the switch is that it's big and it hurts my hands and it's also not something you can slide into your purse or your pocket Man, that, and be sure you're not gonna break it so i agree with that on both fronts i i'm okay with carrying around the larger switch but i i understand from your point of view like yeah i want to be able to just slip it in my pocket and that's something you do with the 3ds and I, I do want people to go back in time just a little bit to 2011 um when the original 3ds dropped the original 3ds only had a lifetime battery lifetime of like five or six hours it was it was absolutely awful and so this was the same system that we saw pokemon come into uh granted i think we had the 3ds xl by then which did f- mitigate a lot of those problems the 3ds xl came in and had a longer battery life and was just overall just a better system yeah. Um, so I, I, if you're, if you were gonna buy a 3ds at the time, just buy the XL. Don't buy the standard version. And they, they eventually phased out the standard version. 
but I just want to like the switch has this three to six hour battery life. And I'm sure when we get the next iteration, it'll come to something like, Oh, it's a, it's a seven to 10 hour battery life now. Right. Or maybe even like five to eight, you know, something so like I can handle five, like on high settings. You know what I mean? And I would be okay with that. It, we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't want to speculate too much on that because my specialty is mostly the Pokemon predictable predictabilities because I've been working on that most of my life. Um, and more, more of my life than I should have, I should say. And I've been working on just that kind of stuff. So I, I'm not an overall industry person, but from the trends that I've seen relative to Pokemon, we're probably going to get some kind of new iteration of the switch. It's been two years. It's probably going to happen. We're probably going to see new iteration of the switch to come so that thatch has to go spend his money on a new switch. Uh, I'll go buy it. And we'll see if there, it makes sense for them to make two versions only because you can make that performance version, which is roughly the same size as the switch now. And you can also mm-hmm. make a light version. Um, and I think, I think you do that for two reasons. One joy cons, I think is a big issue, right? Joy cons kind of like, uh, corner them into, yeah. into a size issue. So I think what you do is on your high per- performance switch. Um, I don't know why I'm talking about this. I probably shouldn't be because it's going to be wrong because I don't know what I'm talking about, but what will probably happen is you have like such a large bezel on the switch already for the screen. I'm sure you'll just see that bezel become significantly smaller and you'll get a larger screen and it'll have a longer battery life and it'll be a little bit more high performance. It'll be the new switch, you know, except they'll probably get rid of that marketing because they know it's stupid. Yeah. And, uh, and then I, I also see them having a PS Vita looking system that is a switch. Um, with the Joy-Cons just integrated in, you can't take your Joy-Cons off. That are mm-hmm. for people like you that want to fit it in your pocket. And, yeah. and want to be able to carry it around. Because I, th- I think the Joy-Cons just don't allow it. And if you're trying to shrink the system or change the size of the systems, your Joy-Cons don't work. And Absolutely. They're not gonna they're not going to kill the Joy-Con market. You know what I mean? They, they, they just quoted the Joy-Con like, accessory. The accessory market for the Switch is like a huge part of their income. I bet. And it's selling just, it's selling just fine. And so... I don't think they're going to want to try to kill off Joy-Cons. Um, just give me cool Sword and Shield Joy-Cons, though, by the way. Like, if, they, if there's a new Switch version, I, I want there to be, like, cool Sword and Shield Joy-Cons. One's just oh, an man. entire sword, and the other's just a giant shield. It's very I, I, unwieldy, but it looks I, so good. I would be something... I'd be okay with something subtle like they did for the Pokemon... For the Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Like, that was a really subtle way of making the Joy-Cons theme that way. Just changing the colors. I, I think that's done very well. I think they can do something similar with Pokemon X or Sword and Shield. Uh, granted, I would hope that it would be more generic Pokemon uh, rather than being like, um, like I, I picked up the 3DS for Sun and Moon with the Sol- mm-hmm. Solgaleo Lunala. That's my main 3DS. And like, that's okay. But I, I don't know. I feel like that's too specific to a generation. And as a fan that one, I don't think that ages super well. And I, I want a more, I want a more generic Pokemon look. And so if they give me, like, a Joy-Con that's somehow, like, styled like a Pokeball, right? It's, like, one yeah, on the one top. Yeah, one red and one white. Yeah, one red, one white. Or even just take, like, cut it in half the coloration or something like that. That's fine with me, too. Um, I, I would be okay with that. I would prefer that than being like, oh, look, the legendary's on your Joy-Con. Which is probably what they're going to do, Which is probably what they're... That's probably... There's going to be a red and a blue one with the legendaries on it, right? And I'll still buy it. Well, that's the problem. I, I mean, I won't, because you will pry my pro controller out of my cold, dead hands. Uh, but you know, it's nice to have. Actions. I can't. I can't play my. I can't play with a pro controller on an airplane comfortably. That's uh, that's all for me, because like when you go on longer airplane flights, I like to play my Stardew Valley. Okay, Stardew Valley turns airplane flights into no time at all. 
Uh, all right, but that's we're going on too much. I'm literally, we literally only talked about DNA. We didn't talk about anything else. Uh, what else po- was there? I guess there was Pokemon <laughs> Go started doing a Detective Pikachu uh, event where Snubble, Bulbasaur, uh, Psyduck, Jigglypuff, Flareon, and Charizard I think pop up more often, and the raid bosses have changed. You can also and Apom is and there Apom. and it's shiny. That's true. Apom also. Uh, and you can actually, uh, the raid boss has changed. You can go look that up They're, They changed slightly and it's more Kanto themed. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. You can also get detective Pikachu in the photo game instead of Smeargle right now. Uh, so you have P- uh, Pikachu with the detective hat because that's what people wanted. That's what the people wanted guys. I mean, it's really cute because people have been catching it and then taking pictures with the detective Pikachu when they go to the movie theater. It's really cute. Okay. That's cute. And the other thing is the next a the next fun with Pikachu Funko or Funko Pop came out. Um, it is the Sweet Days Pikachu, and it's Pikachu having a picnic, eating a Pekka Berry, and it's kind of adorable. As are all of these figures. Uh, you can check that out at PokemonCenter.com. And for uh, Puckle News, a few things. I think Gym Leader applications are open until. Oh wait, actually they close at the end of today. I think, or at the end of Sunday. So it's too late for you. Sorry if you haven't filled it out. Um, and we're, we still have that rolling staff hiring application. If you want to be an audio editor or a video editor or a writer for the website, we're actually the three people that matter for that. And so, uh, you go fill that out and you'll talk to one of us about what's going on. It'll be a really good time. Uh, other than that though, I think that's everything. Summer league does start up soon though. Summer league starts up the week of Memorial day in the United States. So it'll probably start the 27th of May. So if you want to get into Summer League, we have nine weeks of badge collection. It's a really good time. You can collect some uh, Puckle badges for Summer League. If you get eight of them, you go to the tournament. And if you win that tournament, you win a copy of Pokemon Sword or Shield, your choice. So definitely consider that, guys. All right. That is everything from me. We are going to kick it on over to Puckle's Poke Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to Buckles Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we're going to quiz your co-host on their innate Pokemon knowledge, essentially what they know about the Pokemans. And so today we've got five questions. We've got both Linian and the fluffiest Whimsicott competing as a team today to answer these five questions. Uh, we Five questions, each worth one point apiece. One of them has a bonus point attached to it, and they have a hint that they can use as a lifeline to help them solve one of the questions if they can't figure it out. However, if they get all the questions correct without using the hint, they can get a possible total of seven points by cashing in that hint for an extra point. This segment is brought to you by AnimeGravy.com, your one-stop shop for everything anime. The ton of cool anime art over there, and these guys just help support the show. They're just they're fantastic people. We like working with them. So go check out AnimeGravy.com if you want to get some cool anime-styled art. So uh, these guys are competing in a race to 30 points with their fellow co-host. The first one to get there will get $20 of T-Public credit to buy something of their choice. I think the last the Scrawn won the last one, and he finally decided that he's just going to buy Set the Tapestry. Oh, So that's happening. Yeah, isn't that sweet? Yeah. So now Seth can wear it as a cape when he escapes from that wedding to come to PuckleCon. So... <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and we're gonna we're gonna jump right into these questions that came from our Discord server. You can you too can submit questions over on our Discord server in the trivia channel. So our first question is 
What is the most powerful non-Z move that does special damage? Is V-Create special? No, it's physical. No. Um, I think it might be either... I think it might be Light of Ruin, but it's, like, unreleased. I'm going to say released moves, to be clear, then. Okay. Okay. Um, Well, then we get... Do variable powers count? That's like, a very good question. Okay, so... Um, printed base. What is Magirna's move called? Like, flower something. Fleur cannon? Fleur cannon, yes. That, that's pretty high up there. Isn't only, like... Uh, isn't mind blown? Isn't that higher? Oh, yeah. It's totally mind blown, yeah. Um, I mean, I can't think of anything... My, so I guess that's my final answer. Mind blown. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Mind blown is unfortunately incorrect. Aww. The answer is actually uh, prismatic laser. Uh, I believe. Ooh. Oh, mind blown! I, mean, I believe but, only does uh, only does something like base one fifty, and prismatic laser is base one sixty. Oh, ah, um, uh, well. Yeah, mind blown is base one fifty. Yes, um, most Fair things enough. are base one fifty. <laughs> That's what I, I mean. I thought little. so. I thought mind blown might be a little bit over. So okay, all right. So uh, o for one, but that's fine. You'll probably get this next one. I mean, there's only so many ways you can you can solve this next one. Um, so in the first two generations of Pokemon, uh, it was actually consistent the order that they put the Pokemon on the desk in front of you to select the Pokemon from uh, for your starter Pokemon. And so this one, this this question comes from the Discord server, and this particular user wants to know what was the type order from the left to right of the grass, water, fire on on the tables on the tables. Grass, water, fire. That is unfortunately incorrect. No. Uh, Really? The answer is actually fire, water, grass Uh. from left to right. You, Charmander. I feel like that is a lie. He's, he did his research. He, re- he watched YouTube videos. Uh, he, that's what he said. That's what he claimed. Maybe I'm confusing this with Fire Red Leaf Green because Maybe. they definitely, like, they give you Bulbasaur and they say, this one is easy to raise. And then they give you Squirtle and then they say, this one is, like, a medium. And then they give you Charmander and they say, this one is harder to raise. Do they? Because- I, that might be Leaf Green then. That must be. Probably. That must be leaf green because I don't think that I, I don't think that that's absolutely true, but that's what he said. He said he watched plenty of videos. We can do the research and just power up a, a no, virtual I mean, console copy. But I mean, I mean, I trust him. I'm he, probably he, he just actually, confused he with the his remakes. research. He cited his research this time. I believe him. <laughs> I absolutely trust him. I think I was mistaken because I remember this being the case in Fire Red Leaf Green. All right, so this next question is the Pokedex question. I like doing these. These are a lot of fun. Um, This one comes from, again, Uncle Oshawott. It's Pokemon Sun Entry reads, When the weather grows warm, they form groups and swim up river. This site serves as a a poetic reminder that spring has arrived. Who's that Pokemon? So in spring, they swim up river together? Yes. I mean, I'm just trying to think of things that are in... uh... Sun and Moon. I mean, there is no Salmon Pokemon, so... Yeah. No, that'd be an interesting Gen 8, Pokemon. here we come. <laughs> I mean, Scottish Salmon is tasty, but whatever. Um, I... Hmm. And it's like a, a poetic... A poetic way... A poetic passing of the... Hmm. 
Because I'm trying to think of pretty water types. Yeah, but, I mean, is love disc in Pokemon Sun and Moon? I don't think so, because otherwise I would have an easy... I mean, well, I guess I wouldn't know, because heart scales are easy to get in those games for once. I'm going to need an answer. My knee jerk is Goldeen. My knee jerk is Goldeen. Do you have a better... Let's go. No, 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 let's go with that. You followed me so far, and we failed abysmally, so... Goldeen is correct. Wait, what? Uh, it is Goldeen. It's Goldeen, yeah. All right, so this next question is your bonus point, and because I'm a gracious god, this will also include a redemption point. Uh, so for, there's a possible total of three points that you can get by answering this question. Um, hopefully you've read the Pokemon manga, or at least kept up with it. Uh, Come this comes, on! This, re- this is from the real EV. Uh, so this is, this is three answers. Um, so... Um, so in the Pokemon manga, Red, the titular character of Pokemon Red, Blue, Green, Yellow, and he's also in the Leaf Green, Fire Red saga, and I think he comes back again at some point as well. After in that, Hardcore Full Silver, yeah, he comes again, ba- yeah, maybe. He, yeah, he comes back somewhere else. And so he has caught a number of legendary Pokemon, three to be exact. And um, if you can tell me which three legendary Pokemon he has actually caught. I will give you a point for each. One for each. Hmm. So I have. He not does not own. Them. He does not own these anymore. But he has caught them in the past. I should make that clear. Right. I mean, it's like Ash has caught so many, many Pokemon, but you know, doesn't really have all of them. <laughs> so I remember there being a battle with Mewtwo and a giant spoon, and he was maybe saving green or something like so that. He- and Definite. by green, I mean blue for our Western audiences. So I think I think he did end up catching Mewtwo that one time. And maybe? there was the I, th- I think you're right um, because you can't do a 1990s manga without catching Mewtwo. Um, yeah. it has to be one of the birds, probably. But by birds, do you mean Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres? Yeah, or? yeah, I do, I do. Like Gen One legendary birds. Um, okay, so there's one I do know. <laughs> I haven't read the manga, but I have gone on Serebi anime bio binges. Ooh. That's the right way to read the manga. <laughs> Fair. Uh, the only thing that I remember was I was looking through his team, and mostly I was just giggling at the names, to be on- the nicknames, to be honest. Uh, and I remember going, oh, this all tracks, and then right at the end was Deoxys. And I went, what? <laughs> okay. That's, that's fun, So that then. one I know... <laughs> I don't... Wasn't there a whole thing about, like, ice mask evil people? There was, which is why I kind of have the faint impression that the legendary birds were actually, like, used by those evil people. And so I don't know that he ever, like, caught one of those. I I guess? I'm gonna need answers. Let's use our hint. Uh, so it is... So you did get Mewtwo right, and you got Deoxys right. Those are both right. So that's two points. Um, so I'll just I'll just let you cash those in. So there's one more left. It is a legendary bird, um, and I don't know how to do it without giving it away. Um, I'll say I say I'll say it wasn't for his color's namesake. It okay, wasn't, so what's uh, that? Moltres. Uh, I mean, I don't want to like make it too easy. So it was either yeah. Zapros or Articunbro. So one of the two. <laughs> so um. It's either that he caught Zapdos because he went to the power plant and there was a thing with Pikachu, or like he, he rescued Pikachu, Articuno though. from Lorelei. 
So he didn't have Pikachu. That was Yellow's whole shtick. He did so, have Pikachu. That he was did. Yellow. Oh. That was Yellow's first Pokemon. Was Red's Pikachu. Oh, that's what that was. That was the passing it wasn't, of the torch. It wasn't his starter. His starter was a Poliwhirl. But that, yeah, but that's what I thought. But okay. Well, I still think that that Pikachu would have done the Zapdos thing. I'm, I'm betting he would. It would have been Articuno. Okay, so you think, like, he rescued, like, the Articuno from the evil people or something? Whatever happens in the manga, I have no idea, but I think by process of elimination, it's gotta be... I actually read it, and I think, actually, at one point, Red gets, like, his hands frozen, and, yeah, it's kind of... I needed the answer. Articuno! (laughs) Articuno is correct. So what happens is in gold, silver, and crystal, uh, red, green, and blue all join forces because uh, Team Rocket ends up making this abomination where they combine Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres into one Pokemon. Oh, I didn't remember that. And then they get split, and then they end up battling Lugia and Ho-Oh, and uh, red ends up being in charge of Articuno during that battle. Um, So there you go. Uh, There you go. It's done. Um, all right, so that gives you guys three points. So you guys are at four today. Uh, you caught up. You're four for four now. You can pretend. Um, and so our next question, as always, is the base stat question. And I want to know what fairy type Pokemon has the lowest base defense of all fairy type Pokemon? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Flabebe comes to mind. It does come to mind, but actually, like, the Flabebe family is fairly defensive, although it's more Especially, on the special side. Yeah. Uh, Miss Mime Jr. also comes to mind. Oh, that's a, such a good one. You also have though Iglybuff and Cleffa, if you go down that route. Iglybuff, Cleffa, Ralts, uh... Oh, no, it's definitely Ralts, then. Like, it has sure? a defense of, like, yuck. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Ralts or Mime Jr., but I'm. Pr- I think it's Ralts because the three the three step boys are always kind of janked out in that first stage. So. Mm It. I mean, Ralts is not a baby Pokemon, and Mime Jr. is, but Mime Jr. is not like a baby Pokemon from Gen Two. Yeah. So, it's. I. I would say it's probably Ralts. Ralts. Yeah, and, and Clefairy. That line is uh, Clefable are pretty defensively oriented, and Iglybuff probably has something, because they're spongy. Uh, Ralts is probably right. Yeah. It's Ralts or or Iglybuff, but I'll I'll say Ralts. Ralts is unfortunately incorrect. The answer is Iglybuff. It is Iglybuff. But you guys got four points today, so that's not terrible. I mean... That's that's yeah. definitely not terrible. You're doing all right there. Trivia scores I've... moving right along. Also, it's just the beginning of the trivia score, so uh, you guys have plenty of chances to catch up with your fellow co-hosts. Um, there's actually a three-way tie for third, or a four-way tie for third now. Um, at four? Uh, at four. So let me give it to actually, you. Actually, In- don't I have five points? Because I wasn't getting corner. I have not yeah, been counting out. those points. Oh, <laughs> I should, I should, uh, but then it's just so much work because I always forget one and then it's too far back and I forget which ones I forgot. Mm. Uh, in first place right now with seven points, we have Seth Vilo and Sublime with seven points. Followed up in a four-way tie for third, Basket Snag, Whimsicott, and Linian with four points. 
And bringing up the rear in seventh, we have Sigma with two points, and everybody else has yet to get on the board. So come on the show, guys. Get good. Fight me. Uh, take my take my trivia. All right, so that is going to be it. We are going to switch gears and head on over to the topic. Hey, Puckalonians, it's Sublime Manic. Can't get enough of your favorite flip-flopping podcast? Then check out our social media. You can find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and YouTube all from our website, pucklepodcast.com. And you can join our Discord to hang out with your favorite hosts and other Pokalonians. Also, check us out at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. And if you have an Amazon Prime account, consider subscribing to our Twitch channel. You can also check us out at YouTube at YouTube slash Puckle Podcast. And we also have a Patreon if you're able to give anything at Patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be Detective Pikachu and the movie. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Uh, be warned uh, right now. This is where spoilers start. We're going to talk about this movie. If so, if you want to see this movie without knowing about the plot and what we think about it, you should probably stop listening and go to like. 25 minutes from now also make sure you have not played the detective pikachu movie and that you cannot recognize ryan reynolds general body shape (laughs) (laughs) or hands you know i I didn't catch that i just figured that had to be the plot like i was like oh well so if you if you play the game it's like pretty heavy-handed like this is what it is like pikachu is his dad they don't finish the plot in the game um, no, they, 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 well, because they want to leave it open for Detective Pikachu 2 Electric Boogaloo. And, um, Electric so that Pikachu. So you can play uh, Detective Pikachu in, in that way. And you can play another version of the game and it's done. Uh, but it, it, it like, okay, so let, let's break it down. I, I give this movie just like overall, just like as a heads up, like a 6.5 out of 10. That's like solidly where I stand. I think it is better than an average movie. I, I don't know. I can't exactly tell you if that's just me being biased because it's also a Pokemon movie. But I, I think it's better than the average movie. I, but I don't think it's anything fantastic. Like, I think Endgame was probably like a solid like nine and a half, ten, right? Do you really want to start no, that discussion? No, you're not going to say the E word. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I'm just I'm just giving you kind of like some normalization for my scaling. Okay. Yeah, Um, I'm giving you some normalization. So like if you're just like, man, Endgame was like a 15 out of 10 for me, you're going to be like, well, Detective Pikachu is probably going to be a 10 out of 10. Right. Um, And (laughs) uh, so like I'm just throwing that out there. Um, I'm just giving you normalization for my scales. Uh, So Detective Pikachu is I mean, it was it wasn't bad. Uh, I I thought it was okay. I I, I think it was interesting seeing a lot of things. Whimsicott and I had a very long discussion this morning about what we liked about the movie and what we... A very long discussion. Um, and, and like, it, I think she and I are both on the same page about, like, what the future of this can bring. I think the biggest thing is we can tie this into the conversation that we had last week with Seth and Sublime. I think there's some big things that we can do there. Um, the one thing I do want to say is there's absolutely no Detective Pikachu 2. Like, there just isn't. They killed um, that hard. By by revealing that Pikachu is in fact Ryan Reynolds slash Tim's dad, and uh, we ki- I called it like last week too. By the way, I was just like, yeah, <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is just gonna be Tim's dad, and then Sublime's like, I wouldn't hate it if Ryan Reynolds was my dad. I'm like, me either. Like that'd be cool. Uh, <laughs> so uh, so yeah, Ryan Reynolds ends up being Tim's dad. I I thought the I thought overall it was okay. I think they were trying to play it too safe. Um, and yeah. understandably so, because there hasn't been a good video game movie up until this point. Like, I'm going to say good by rated well. That's what I'm going to say. 
Um, uh, one above fifty percent. You can say good, like it you, applies. You can say good as much as much as I love hearing Ron Julia say for me it was Tuesday. That was not a good movie. Uh, I I mean it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't a great movie. Um, but it, it was, was a good movie. It was it was a it was a good movie. It was a good time. Like if you're just like man, I really want to see the Pokemon universe um, on the big screen. I think this accomplishes that. Um, outside of being a Pokemon fan, I'm not entirely certain that I can agree. I think it does a better job of having an adult come in and watch the movie with their child than the actual Pokemon movies do. And, yeah. Uh, because so it, it does give you some setup. Um, because it does say, like, there's that little intro sequence where Tim is riding on the train to Rhyme City, and they're just like, this is what Rhyme City is. Here are Pokemon, and Pokemon work together with humans here. And they live in harmony. And it's and first, it, it, it does two things. One, it sets up what the premise of the world is, which I think is important, and it does, isn't present in any other Pokemon movie. And two, I think it also sets up the premise for longtime Pokemon fans that this is something slightly different. Because they say that the Pokemon are living there in harmony with everybody, and everybody has, like, a partner, essentially. Yeah, and because three, otherwise... It... Oh, good. Because otherwise, you expect, like, Pokemon battles and all of the stuff with Cubone at the beginning. You expect the entire movie to be that. And I have words for the thing about Cubone at the beginning, but I want to get through the whole, like, just thought process of the movie and things I thought were odd in the plot. Um, I think a lot of the motivations in the plot are very confusing and very weird and not very well thought through. I mean, um, I... I followed it, like, because they... Oh, I, follow, thing, I like, followed it. I just thought, I okay. thought, like, there's there are a couple of things where, like, you have to just make, like, a couple leaps of faith that people are just crazy. Yeah, like, right? Like, um, and, like why and does he that, think this is the right move? Yeah, because, uh, like, he was just all of us... Uh, so, first of all, like, they introduced her, like, this is the guy that founded the city, and you're just like, oh, that's the bad guy. Yeah, like, that's, like, that's, <laughs> that's him. That's him. There's the bad guy right there. Old British guy. Bad. And... <laughs> And so you you get there and he's just like um I forget his name. I already forgot his name. And I remember but, his son was named Roger cuz I was like yes. that's so weird. Name. Howard. His name was Howard. I, the last name's somewhat important, but I forget what Clifford? It is. Clifford, that's it. Howard Clifford. And so he ends up leading Tim on this adventure to go find his dad after he finds the talking Pikachu. Um Ryan Reynolds has some funny quips. Uh there's definitely a lot of uh adventure movie clichés in it, which are fine. I mean, I think one of the things is, like, have adults enjoyed this movie? Like, I don't think anyone under the age of 15 could recognize the Home Alone joke. That's true. <laughs> I, was, I was like, why do I know this? And then it clicked, and I was sitting there just giggling. All the adults were losing it. All the kids had no idea what was going on. They it had, blew my mind. They had some pretty They had some pretty deep digs in there. I was... I, they, I think they just let Ryan Reynolds, like, ad-lib most of this movie. They had to. <laughs> Because probably, but the like the Home Alone joke, like I probably didn't get a lot of the quips and jokes because I saw the Italian dub of the mm-hmm. movie, which is a whole nother story that we can maybe get into later. But the Home Alone clip was like that movie doesn't exist. It was made for that one scene in Home Alone. I know. And when I saw it, I it just I lost it. I lost it when I saw that though, because I was just like, I can't believe they put that in there. It was it was it was great. Uh and the garbage shoot stuff with just straight yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, it was yeah. great. It was it was really really good. Um, in in that regards, I just think when they got the plot going, I feel like they they didn't go far enough with the premise. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think I think there were just like moments where it's just like, oh, this could be awesome, and they just didn't quite get there. 
Um, I, I think. Go ahead. Yeah, I think I know what you're going to say, but go ahead. Yeah, I think there is a precise instant in the movie when you can really see they realize this is a children's movie and you have to wrap it up within a certain amount of time because children are goldfish. And, like, he's carrying the wounded Pikachu into the forest, following the Bulbasaur and the Morlo, and it's a magical moment. And then, slam! The plot is back, music yes, is there, right? and you have to wrap everything up and not necessarily explain it too much in detail because I you was, need to get I w- some of the scenes out. And then the entire last like half hour of the movie is like, okay, but wait a moment. Back up, I was, wait, why are I we was, here? What? I was really, I was really upset because like when Mewtwo came out as like the Pokemon that was going to be the healer, quote unquote, right? Um, yeah. I, I was kind of expecting something else, like the Bulbasaur take him to like a Venusaur, or or maybe like um, they had the odd no or Shenotic, like... and yeah. I was just like, I was just like, man, uh, I wish they would just take it to something like you know some Pokemon that's like known for healing, or maybe some Chanseys or something like that. That'd be really cool. Uh, that would yeah. that would be a deep dig. And I was just like, man, this will be a really cool scene. We'll get like a little bit more Pokemon integration. Tim will be like, yeah, Pokemon aren't so bad. I do need a partner. It'd be really cool. Uh, and then there's just like, no, this is Mewtwo. It's here. Um, and we're going to like, we're going to get like the rest of the Mewtwo line that, uh, that we thought we were supposed to get, but we're very confused because now Pikachu's healed. It's all very confusing. Exactly. It, like I was expecting a moment from like the second Pikachu short with the Blossom dance. Yes. And all that. I, I'm really, I think what they, I, I think it was one of two things that happened. One, it was, uh, we need to wrap the story up because they're just like, we can't have longer than a two hour. We don't want a two hour runtime. Um, and they were just trying to compress the plot because that's what happens. It kind of just goes into like high speed mode after they catch me too. And, uh, I, I think that's the bigger, I think that was probably the issue. Cause it kind of felt rushed at the end. Very. And it did. And what was so weird to me was they spent so much time in the beginning on things that never pay off. So right? it, and it was like, yeah, I was like, okay, so I really like the Cubone scene at the very beginning. It's cute. At the same time, I would have vastly preferred a quicker version of that. And then another two minutes to pace out the ending of the film. Like it, they just, they I, I'm going to, I'm going mean, to, I'm going to disagree, the, but and think, you can, but ugh. <laughs> I think we have to acknowledge that one of the reasons that scene is as long as it is, is that it has the actor who is the pinder in Deadpool. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I think the other thing that's really important about that scene is that one, it establishes for everybody who's a Pokemon fan. This is the Pokemon world. Um, for me personally, uh, I don't know if this will apply to everybody else who has seen the movie, but for me personally, I think that scene shows to me that it's possible for them to actually do uh, a standard Pokemon flick. Because if you have moments like that, like where something you can have such a cinematic moment as just trying to catch a Cubone and it feels awesome and it feels exciting. Like I was excited when I saw that scene. I I like I I, and if we can like I after seeing that scene and then we got to the Detective Pikachu plot, I felt almost like I did when you play a real Pokemon game and then you go to play Detective Pikachu. That's how I felt. <laughs> like that that was the feeling I had because I was like, man, we could have had the real thing, but now we have to go do this Detective Pikachu plot. And see, I I had almost the reverse feeling because I came out of that scene going, that was a weird break I didn't really enjoy, but the detective like the when they start spoofing the film noir, like they have the 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 
she almost comes in like a uh, femme fatale uh, reporter. And that was yeah. hysterical to me. I thought it was great. But I was like, this is what I I wanted when I came down. And when I sat down and saw this kind of slapstick Cubone, I was like... I think you were trying to expect something more detective-y coming into it. And that that's fair, given the premise. The, the, the movie's called Detective Pikachu, and it's about to be spell, about solving crimes, right? Uh, for me, I go. I went in there with the expectation of, okay, this is going to be Pokemon's first foray onto a movie setting. And let's see how that goes. Um, and for me, like I said, that scene just showed to me that it is actually possible for them to make a more traditional Pokemon story. I, I don't think you do something like where they collect gym badges, but I think you do something more. Um, if you really want to do something, you do something kind of like what you do with the movies, except you make it less of just a full length Pokemon episode and you yeah. give it a, you give it a little bit more of a solid plot. And yeah. like, I'd rather, I'd rather have that kind of movie than the Mewtwo Evolutions remake, like remake it in the live action almost. Okay. So there's two things to say about that. First, let's get that out of the way. Now that Mewtwo is in this movie, the Mewtwo Evolution movie is going to look terrible. Absolutely. So bad. Uh, absolutely. So a little piece about that though. The one thing I loved about this movie was that they got so much right. Like, they could have gone ahead with the, with the Mewtwo thing and just, like, been like, yeah, Mewtwo's here, of course. But they went as far to go, they, like, they inserted the little detail, and this little detail did so much for me, was that they go, this is Mewtwo, a Pokemon that escaped from the Kanto region 20 years ago. Yes. Yep. That, that little detail, that line, I think was probably one of the, if not the most important lines in terms of just being true to the Pokemon franchise in that entire movie. Yes, and... Like, we didn't get this in Italian, but I heard that in Japanese, I mean, in English, Mewtwo has a bit of a Japanese accent. Uh, he, I guess so. I mean, it's hard to tell because, like, they put some, yeah, they put a distortion over it. It's like two voices and one of them is Japanese. It's kind of like that. And, um... So, first of all, that's awesome because Kanto is Japan. And second, when, like, you see the region that Ryan City is in, I think the map actually matches the map of the Galar region. Okay, so it kind of, it, 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 it does. And, I mean, the, so let's go to Birdkeeper Toby videos uh, because Birdkeeper so Toby cool. is British and he loves Britain. If, if there was, like, a, if there was like a redneck patriotic version of like an english person like equivalent there that would be bird keeper toby <laughs> yeah it's bird keeper toby um and he's just like he's like he looked at the clip of rhyme city when tim comes off the train and he sits there and he goes this is downtown london and he literally maps downtown london onto it i mean but that one is because they shot the movie in london that is true like that, is that true. was a practical concern whereas the overhead view of the region is pure cgi and they made the rhyme city region the galar region blatantly i'm okay with that because maybe we get some kind of tie-in maybe we get some kind of tie-in even if we don't maybe there's like some cool mentions uh pokemon's really good about trying to tie in everything now because i mean we had the ash ketchum tie into the video game finally we've had uh we, i mean we've just had a number of things like the manga gets tied in a lot now. The anime got tied in again in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. It, it's just it's getting tied in all over the place, and I, I'm okay with them tying in Detective Pikachu into the into the video game universe. Uh, I, I, like I said, it wasn't a bad movie. I mean, there's definitely predictable plots. Like as soon as as soon as like uh, the thing that came out of the blue to me was 
Uh, Howard Clifford goes, I'm going to put my body in Mewtwo, but then I'm going to put everybody else's body into yeah, their that Pokemon. Was a I was just like, what I'm was like, what's that about? I'm like, and I think that- the only answer I found online is like, Luke, we tied in Mystery Dungeon somehow. Uh, my, I think oh, my yeah, thought yeah. is more you have to make that jump from, oh, he's just crazy, right? Like, like you just have to make that jump. Like he okay, so they have the whole thing where it's like he had a rare suffering disease. So the what the movie kind of leads you to believe is he realizes that what he wants to do is fuse himself with a Pokemon. He creates a city where people are going to live in harmony so that they will have a Pokemon to fuse with. Then ten years down the line, creates a gas that will allow him to use Mewtwo. Like the steps required don't work. The long game, okay? That's yeah, called the long but, game. Oh, wait, wait, wait. But I, but, but this is even more long game. Like, he was creating a society that he could exist in after he oh. was mutual. Yeah, no, he was, he was, he was like, that's why it's like, I'll bring it to everyone. He was like, I'm going to save humanity by making them into Pokemon. And it's a actually, weird pull, but that's what I thought they were going for. But that is actually, like, so lingimerant, if that is even a word in English, that... We didn't get that while watching the movie. Maybe their plot was too high level for me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I made like, that mistake. It was it was so it high was level like, that it came back and was it was simple. Uh, exactly, yeah. <laughs> it was like a super simple plot, and it had some elements that were really not fitting for a children's movie because it was a kids' movie mixed with a noir movie. <laughs> I wish we would have got. I wish we would have gotten more Tim and Lucy moments than we did, because um, I, I feel like we only got. Like, we only really got the one. I, I wish we would have. Like I said, I wish we would have gotten more because, like, at the end, he's just like, "Oh, you're gonna make me fight the girl that I'm. I, I have a crush on, or whatever." And, and it's just like, and it's just like, but you've been together for like two scenes, like exactly. But to be fair, no, he didn't no, say I'm he actually, loved her. He said he was attracted to her. That's true. He just yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm very much okay with the level of romantic stuff in the movie being very, very low because that's not what the movie's about. Exactly. It's about Detective Pikachu. It's about Detective Pikachu. And if you want to say that the main character needs to have a meaningful relationship in the movie, it's only in the absence of the relationship with his father. So. It was, I mean, outside of that, I think it was really good. I, I wish we would have gotten more battles, man. Like, the, they, they gave us so many, like, tastes. In this movie of like what we could have had. Like we got the Cubone catching thing, which was like a taste. And then we've got like the underground battle arena, which again was still just a taste because like as the battle's about to start, they're like, here's plot. And they crack open the gas and they give it to the Charizard. And I was like, oh, um, <laughs> and I was like, now it's all plot. And the and so that happened. Uh, I, Oops, I, okay, okay. which made me really sad. I, so like, but like it gave me this taste of like, man, this could be really awesome if they did something that was more true to the core experience. Yes, but I have to say like the, this movie knew it was going to be really freaking weird and it embraced it. Oh yeah. And it worked really, really well. Like the Mr. Mime scene. Oh, the Mr. Mime scene. The, 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 he's like starts pouring. I'm like, is he pouring gas on him? And yes. Yeah, yes, that is what he's doing. Wait, I know this is all pretend, but it, this is still a children's movie. What is going <laughs> on? They dropped the, drop the match at the end. It they dropped so the match. Mr. Mime is freaked out. It was brilliant, but it was so oh, out of God. place. No. That's the what I loved about the movie is the jokes were landing, which is not something you get all the time. Like oh, yeah. I, I was watching the movie. I was like, okay, 
if nothing else, the jokes are landing without any... Like, you don't have to be a Pokemon fan to get the jokes. Uh, exactly. You don't have to be a Pokemon fan to laugh at a guy in his underwear saying, Oh my god, I sniffed a, some weird stuff. And now <laughs> it's like, the nose thing. No, 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 it was gas. Like... <laughs> You thought it was cocaine. Like, you thought it was cocaine. Yeah, like, come on. Exactly. And the children are not going to know why the adults are laughing, and that's perfectly fine. Uh, It was, I mean, it was was overall a decent experience. Like, I wouldn't, like I I said, it's not a triple A thing, but it was good. I mean, it was a good good movie. concept. Yes, I I think. I think it was a good first step. I think this, I think, I, I think. Uh, personally, um, so I'm I, I'm going to do this again because I've been doing this for weeks. Um, I to make the Power Rangers movie co- uh, uh, <laughs> metaphor, um, because I am still upset that we never got the sequel to that as a Power Rangers fan. Um, and they the they one. they even had an end credit scene in that one. Okay, they had an end credit scene in the Power Rangers movie, like hinting at the sequel, and we never got it uh, because that movie was a disappointment. Uh, to uh, to people who weren't Power Rangers fans, and to people who were Power Rangers fans, um, but to people who but, saw it, but as to compare it to that, like another franchise that I hold dear to my heart, I think this one is actually going to do better than that, and we could possibly see more Pokemon movies in the future. I think that Nintendo again is just going to be very heavy handed in their involvement, and they're going to kind of just try to depress it, and uh, yes. it won't be as good as we can get it. Uh, but I think it's just because they're going to be trying to play it safe. And I think that's what happened here. I think that that's why we didn't get as many of the concepts to go as far as they could, because they were trying to play it safe. And that's fair, because there hasn't been a good video game movie ever. So Yeah, <laughs> that was that was the second thing I wanted to say about the Cuban thing. Like, you actually have to explain to your audience that once you go into Run City, the world of Pokemon is not going to behave the way you expect it to, but they do not explain the world of Pokemon to you. And the movie works, which means they can do, like, a more classical Pokemon movie without having to waste time explaining the world of Pokemon to the audience, mm-hmm. and they can actually put some kind of plot into it, and it's going to work really well. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i pretty excited. I, I want to see what they can do with it in the future, and I think that we can definitely see that. I'm hoping that there's the uh, they, there was rumors of a Red movie in development, and I would I would like to see something like that. I don't know that I want Pokemon Red the movie. I feel like that, that would that feels like a step in the wrong direction. Because... I I agree. I think you need something that's more of like you have a you have a you have a main character who's already established in the universe. It's all they're already a Pokemon trainer, and they need to go on some quest right to go do something, and then like have them explore the Seafoam Islands or something, right to go find like the hidden Incan treasures or something. I don't know. And so Give me I don't know, Pokemon I think... Suicide Squad with all of the different. Uh, no, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking drugs. National Treasure, <laughs> but instead of Nicolas Cage, you have a Pokemon trainer. Like that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, you you need an actual plot, and then you just like transfer it into the Pokemon world because that's just gonna work if you do it right. Whimsicott and I were talking about this. I don't know if it was on the show or not, but it, it's a story that takes place in the Pokemon world, not a movie about the not Pokemon, a Pokemon world. Story, yeah, not yeah, a, yeah. You're not a Pokemon story. You want a story in the Pokemon world. That's what I think is the key ingredient to making a good video game movie. And probably why nothing else existed, uh, any other po- video game movie that existed, because they try to be a story about the video game instead of trying yeah, to be a just... story in the video game world. 
Exactly. Like the plots of video games for the most part are entertaining because you have a hand in it. If you remove the interactivity from the plot of most video games, you're not going to get a great story. No. You, so most games are written either to basically encourage your participation or they're written in such a way that um, it excuses um, gameplay loops, right? Like Pokemon really isn't a game where you're sitting, you're going out to solve the story. The story exists as a framework to take you from increasing difficulty challenges across environments. So most games don't translate well. So Exactly. And I mean, there are some games that have wonderful plots and you're just basically playing a long game because you want to find out what happens next in the story, mm-hmm. but they are far and few between. Yes, and, I, I agree. Uh, that I, I said that wrong, but you got my meaning. Yeah. Um, I have to say, like, there was one thing that disappointed me in the Detective Pikachu movie, and I think we all were disappointed in it. And it was like, they made, like, 60 Pokemon models, and they showed you all of them in the trailers... And if you didn't see a Pokemon in the trailer, it probably was not in, in the, the movie. movie. Yeah. And once you see like that's the that's 70s, not entire that's not entirely true because like I saw an Audino that was that was cool that was in the trailer. Was it in the trailer? Yes. Oh, I'm sad now. I didn't notice. I think the only like I only saw one trailer, and I saw like eighty five percent of what was in the movie, and I know like. So, 50% of the rest was in the other trailer. That was that was something very, really... that was something my wife brought up to me as well was the was the lack of pokemon. And I don't know, I don't feel bad about it because again, like I'm going into this with the hope that this is the beginning of something bigger. Oh yeah, and that's why I can forgive them. It just gets really really noticeable when you see like the yeah, 700 the 700 tricos and 25 Amolgas, and then more Tricos, and then more Amolgas, and then more Ipoms, and it's like, there are so many Rattatas and not even Eradicate? It was, it was what too- I got noticeable for me was Sneasel, because that thing, you're like, oh, look, bright red draws your eye, and then it's just like, oh. There's like exactly, I mm-hmm. spent like the first 20 minutes in the movie going, someone really likes Sneasel. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was thought- surprised Moralol appeared at all. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I think. I think they did a very good job trying to tie in every generation. There was there was representation from every single generation, and I think I think that was very important, and that pushes just the Pokemon fandom, uh, because I I felt a pre- like this is the first time from Pokemon media in the past. I I have to say six years now that I felt appreciated as a longtime fan of Pokemon. Because they made something that was for a longtime fan and not something that was trying to pander to their old fans that were lost to time. Because X and Y, they brought in the Kanto starters again to pander to those people. Uh, Pokemon Go only started with Gen 1. We're still only on Gen 4, pandering to the older fans. Uh, Generation, uh, and then we got Generation 7, and they're like, Alolan forms. Hey, old friends, come back. And I, I think that they finally just kind of they're just like, let's make something that's not just like Gen 1, Gen 2 love. Let's do something for everybody who's ever played our games. But let's still acknowledge that Bulbasaur is absolutely the best boy. And yes, he that is. is undeniable. I love how cute they were and how matter of fact they're just like, Lucy, you're not coming with us. Okay. Okay, so I have a confession to make. 
Exactly. I have a confession to make. When I saw the Bulbasaur, I was literally like I had my fists under my chin and my eyes were like bugging out and I had the biggest grin on my face and I was trying really hard not to go <laughs> in the movie theater. But yeah, that was, I mean, I think that to overall, it was, it was a good experience. I would say it was a good first outing and I hope that there's more to come. I think that's the conclusion yeah. here. Yes. Uh, all right. So that's a good place to stop. We will take a short break here and we'll be right back at you with the Pokemon of the episode. Are you guys looking to get some cool Puckle swag? Well, we got a couple great shirts for you over at the Puckle Tea Public Store. You can get something like the PuckleCon 2019 shirt, which is coming up in just like a, six weeks. It's super close. Very excited for that. Or if you want, Basket just put up the old Viridian Guild t-shirt. So if you want to go check out the all of the artwork of all of the co-hosts for the show put together in one awesome piece, and you can go get like an awesome tapestry of it or a t-shirt or an art print of some sort, it actually looks really cool, and I hope you guys go check it out. I, I think it's great. It's a nice celebration of all of us who we are putting our hearts and souls into the show. But if you go over to Faculty Public, there's plenty of other cool designs as well. Uh, as always, the link is in the show notes, and everything you buy there does come back and help support the show, helps us do awesome things, like I said earlier, and helps us make those cool badges for Summer League. So, if you guys are interested, please check it out. Support the show. Uh, until then, I will catch you guys on the flip-flop. <laughs> episode and welcome to the pokemon of the episode our pokemon of the episode this week is national dex number 006 charizard the flame pokemon it's pokemon emerald pokedex entry states a charizard flies about in search of strong opponents it breathes intense flames that can melt any material however it will never torch a weaker foe Ooh, Charizard, scary. It's also in the Pokemon movie because they're just like Charizard and they were right. So today we're going to focus on Mega Charizard X. Uh, we've did a team up with the Charizard, Mega Charizard X in the past on the Reuniculus episode back in February. So if you want that team, that's also a really fun team to play with, especially if you like stall. Um, thanks, Seth. He built it. It's really stally. I've played with it myself. I hate playing it because I just want to kill myself when I play stall. Um, <laughs> mostly be. Mostly because you can always run into another stall player, and then if it's a stall v stall match, those last forever. Oh gosh, yeah. They they just last forever. So let's go ahead and break down this team. I found I found a new team uh, from from uh, from the sample team set that'll let us just talk about all of the Pokemon that we've ever wanted to talk about, and I unpasted it for myself, but our our first Pokemon here is going to be Mega Charizard X, obviously. Uh, we, and we're, this is pretty classic Charizard X. I think the person that built this team was a little... Uh, he was a little scared when you're newer. This is kind of like a my first competitive Pokemon team. And mm-hmm. sometimes you can kind of get scared of using certain moves. And you can tell that with this team. Because you have Mega Charizard X, Charizard X, Tough Claws, 252 Attack, 4 Defense, 252 Speed, uh, Jolly Nature. And so he runs Dragon Claw, Dragon Dance, uh, uh, roost and fire punch so fire punch is the big thing that sticks out to me here mm-hmm. um because it, it should be flare blitz in, in all honesty it should yeah. be flare blitz um run flare blitz i that's the change i would make is just run flare blitz um roost is or dragon claw is a weird option to me as well especially in the current meta i'm not sure if this team was built prior to zygarde being banned or post but with zygarde being banned it is almost always smarter to run 
earthquake so that you don't get walled by Heatran. Exactly. And especially if you have Roost, why would you not have Flare Blitz? Exactly. I, I think, I, again, like I said, I think this is somebody who just hasn't played a lot of Pokemon and isn't very comfortable with it. Um, so let me, let, let's get into some other t- team members here. I think this person also said, like, man, oh, you, let's do it. And they found Celesteela. And this is, again, pretty standard Celesteela. You're going to get the special defense boost here 248 HP. 8 defense, 252 special defense, sassy nature, heavy slam, flamethrower, leech seed protect. This is just absolutely Celesteela. And absolutely standard Celesteela. It works, nothing to say there, but exactly. it's, it is very safe it's again. Just... And actually, the theme continues with the next two Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> and you have, you have Tyranitar with a choice band, which I love. It has 52 HP, 252 attack, and 204 speed, and adamant nature. You're going to hit as hard as you can. Mm -hmm. But then you have Stone Edge, Crunch, Pursuit, and Earthquake. And it's like, you're yeah, you're not going to be adventurous and try to predict that Landorus and have an Ice Punch on there. I mean, Uh, I like Pursuit, uh, but it's just, it doesn't do anything crazy. I think you I'm not bring, saying that Ice I think Punch you, is a is a good option. I'm saying I want to see something uh, along the lines of that. That's a very very subjective view. <laughs> I, I think this is an objectively good Tyranitar, especially in the context of the way the team was built originally. Like the Dragon Claws there instead of the Earthquake on the Charizard, so it makes sense to have mm. Earthquake there because again, there's nothing else here that can really beat Heatran. Heatran okay. is a huge problem for this team. Well, uh, I mean, if you if you look through it, and I mean you have Excadrill on this team, we'll, yeah. which we'll get to, but Excadrill also can't reliably hit Heatran. Bring Air Balloon Heatran in. Air Balloon Heatran will one v one Excadrill. Yeah. Okay, you're absolutely right. I thought like I was like, okay, Charizard is gonna have Earthquake. Charizard doesn't need. It. I think you can remove the Earthquake and put something else on it. Now that we've got put Earthquake on the Charizard. On the T-Tart. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, if we no, we put Earthquake on Charizard, right? We got rid of Dragon Claw, put Earthquake, oh, okay. so we can yeah, remove yeah, Earthquake from Titar, put something on Titar. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. There we go. What would you put? Uh, I mean, you could go for Ice Punch. I I think that's really just like super meta, I, because honestly, Stone Edge is Choice Band. Stone Edge is gonna hit Lando just as hard. Like it, it's gonna hit. Mm, it's gonna hit pretty hard. Not after the Intimidate, though. It's it's still gonna hit pretty hard. It's gonna hit. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, but Lando's going to outrun you anyway, and he's going to get you an earthquake off on you. Um, the the one thing I think this team no, needs... I mean you have to you have to catch it on the switching. That's what I'm saying. Uh, this team doesn't have a lot of stuff that like works as a lure. I that's true. I mean, it's not the best team in the world. It's got just fun stuff. I mean, the Excadrill looks really fun. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Outside of that, I mean, this was again like a very my first OU team. Uh, I, I think it's just like, hey, let's take some good stuff, and move on. But let's, let's. I mean, speaking of OU, that's speaking what the next. Speaking of good me- stuff. <laughs> speaking of moving on. Exactly. <laughs> speaking of good stuff, you have Toxavilx holding a shed shell. It has two forty HP, one ninety two defense, sixty eight special defense. We were trying to figure out what the benchmarks were here. We didn't make it in time. It used to. It Both used major. to run this, and I forget why. It used to run this though. 
I mean, if it used to, maybe that defense is enough to, like, survive an earthquake from Zygarde or something. Or a thousand arrows. Maybe? I doubt it. Yeah, a thousand arrows. Sorry. Um, So, it has skull, toxic spikes, haze, and recover. I think the most interesting part of the set is the shed shell. Yeah. It should be. It shouldn't be there. It shouldn't be there. I'm just throwing (laughs) it out there. It It should be Black Sludge. Like, that's the answer. Yeah. I was wondering what exactly is threatening you with like holding you in <laughs> and I'm I I don't get it nothing nothing is I mean, <laughs> that's the problem did they f- I mean I is this like pre uh, ban <laughs> <laughs> yeah right exactly um well <laughs> no 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 it's <laughs> otherwise Toxapix, great. It works. We love it. Yeah, they're afraid of that that uh, anchor shot coming in. <laughs> the anchor shot from the Delmise is coming, guys. Uh, it's fine. Magma Storm. <laughs> Magma Storm's gonna stop. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Lydian, take us home with these last two. At least we have the fun Excadrill. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the Clefable first, mostly because it's more standard. Uh, it's your standard it bulky defensive Clefable. Um... With knockoff, though. Yeah, that's a, a choice. Uh, it's got Stealth Rock. <laughs> it's got Stealth Rock, knockoff, Moonblast, and Soft Boiled, because uh, it just wants to make your Jenning that much harder. Um, uh, a little bit. I mean, it's not. It's not that terrible to get a hold of one of those. It, it's Soft Boiled. Uh, they, they've actually. Rock. They've actually increased the capabilities of Jenning, so it's like yeah, way easier. Uh, we could do an entire episode on PK Hex, guys. We should. <laughs> no. Um, no, we shouldn't. Well, <laughs> Uh, but really, it's it's holding the leftovers. It's got magic guard. It, it's a clefable. It's gonna soak hits. It's gonna throw some some moon blasts. I guess this one also has knockoff for those. Really it should be pesky toxic items. or something instead. It really should be knockoff. Yeah, uh, it should be toxic or something. It, like knockoff is that's that's such a weird tech to have on clefable. Yeah, it's just not. It's not the Pokemon it goes on. But we do have. Excadrill, uh, aka the Tapu Hunter. Um, oh my gosh, that is what he is. Yeah, he's the Tapu Hunter. <laughs> uh, so what I think, so the Titar sets sand with uh, Sandstream. So this boy's coming in with Sand Rush, Adamant Nature, two fifty two attack, two fifty two speed, four special defense, Steelium Z, with Earthquake, Rock Slide, and Rapid Spin, and, and Iron of course Head. Iron Head to key off of Steelium Z. So it's the top of this boy. What a what a what a good boy, right here. <laughs> like he, he he's just he's just coming in to kill everything. Uh, everything. I love I love this Excadrill. I, dude, I love running Steelium C on Excadrill. It, I think it's so much fun. It's such a Tapu Bulu bait because it's like oh it's gonna hit earthquake and then splat. Yep. Splat. Yeah. I'll just nuke out. I love it. I'll resist it, and I'll throw up my little grassy terrain, and it's going to have the damage of the earthquake. So I'll be taking like a quarter, and then your Tapu Bulu is just a paste on the end of a drill. Uh, <laughs> this is the drill that shall pierce the Bulus. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it so much, though. Um, I I just love that Excadrill set. I feel like it could be better on a different team, but that's what it is. <laughs> well, um, we're giving you as five but- Pokemon and an Excadrill to use somewhere better. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So this is that's it for this episode or this this poke of the episode, Charizard. So if you want a shiny Charizard, you can head over to patreon.com slash Puckle Podcast. We will be doing the giveaway from Tuesday to Thursday this week. You can go grab that Charizard 
do all the cool Charizard things with it. And just like, and you can be you can be like the most relatable character in the entirety of the Pikachu Detective Pikachu movie. Yes, the guy who's like his giant fire breathing digger, and he's like, "What are you doing to my baby?" <laughs> yes, <laughs> I forgot about that guy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh man, it's great. But yeah, you could go get that shiny Charizard over on the GTS if you are a, if you're a patron member. So there you go. Uh, We are going to shift gears and we're going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Send in your emails! And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! And well, we'll get the green Taurus badge if we remember. Like that, that's just it. Um, <laughs> this is the part of the show where we read mailbags. You guys can send them into pucklepodcast.com. Thinking about anything Pokemon that you want to talk about, whether it be uh, whether it be about Detective Pikachu or Nighteon or whatever it is on the internet, that's probably there or not real whatsoever. So, uh, last week we asked you guys what you were hoping for to see from this movie. If you had seen it already, give us your review. So let's go ahead and jump right into the mailbag. Our first one is from Smacky the Frog. One of you said you wanted it. I'm going to let you read it. Salutations, fashion friends. Smacky the Frog, here again. Now that I've popped my mailbag cherry, I'll do you all a favor and keep this short. The Detective Pikachu movie honestly looks pretty funny and creative. However, I can't see myself going out of my way to see a live-action Pikachu that's not voiced by Danny DeVito. What a wasted opportunity they had here. But I also have to admit that this movie looks like a masterpiece compared to the live-action Sonic. Yikes. Thanks for your time, everyone, and thank you for the PSA last episode about activating Puckle website accounts. I was pleased to find out that I am, in fact, a dummy who could have been hanging out with you guys on the Discord server this entire time. Discord. Be there or be square. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you for that, Smacky. I get, um, other one, we have one more today, and it's from uh, Uncle Oshawott, and I guess, Whimsicott, do you want to read that? Of course I do. <clears throat> So, it's finally out. It is above average. It's a decent start to a potential Pokemon cinematic universe. Now let's talk about that future. What movies could we possibly see from this universe? A Pokemon Ranger movie would be pretty neat. Heck, we could actually finally see that live-action story of Red that people have been wanting for so long. However, there was one major hurdle that the PCU... Pokemon Cinematic Universe, will need to overcome to find success. Detective Pikachu 2. It's already in the works, and it already has a scriptwriter. Oren Uziel, the writer for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Let that sink in, and feel free to discuss. Love you, Uncle Asha. So I need to verify that, because I don't think that's true. No. Uh, because at the ending of Detective Pikachu, it is very obvious that there is no Detective Pikachu 2 Electric Bulu. We, Let's put we've it let this the way. people know, because we did say skip to the end if you didn't want to hear spoilers, so we won't go further. But uh, that is. seems kind of dead in the water, right? <laughs> there is there is literally no Detective Pikachu at the end of Detective Pikachu. There is no well, Detective Pikachu. Well, there goes the spoilers. <laughs> There is no Detective Pikachu at the end of Detective Pikachu. That's the that's the thing. Like, 
It, it just doesn't exist. Unless Bill goes crazy and that's the plot. There's just not no. really a feasible way to get it back. It's as just as not like, real. <laughs> Actually, that would be, like, pretty funny. Like, if for some reason Daddy Ryan Reynolds is, like has to be stuck inside the Pikachu for the entire movie and he's complaining about it the entire time. That would be hilarious. Guys, guys, hire us. Hire us. We have a movie for you. Yes. <laughs> and here, we get James McAvoy to play Evil Bill and every other character in the movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just really think that I mean, it's not going to happen. I've, I would love to see a different type of movie. Like I said, I think we can. I think we've 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 made our soft entrance into the Pokemon cinematic universe, and we can start to do other things with it. We can we can go catch Pokemon. We can go we can go fight evil organizations with Pokemon. Like if we could do some cool Pokemon battle stuff, that'd be really cool. Like Raiders of the Lost Arceus. Come on, let's do it. So my best my best way to explain what I think we can do. Um, is to go look at Pokemon Origins, not Pokemon Origins, Pokemon Generation shorts. Mm. And you can see that those are very cinematic in the way they're done and the way they're shot in such a way that you can still get the core Pokemon like battling experience from it without the battling experience being like, oh, this is going to be a 20 minute battle. I I think those are what we can do because we always ask for this anime that we're never going to get that's more adult and is more mature and is more like the Pokemon Generations uh, shorts that we got. And this is the way to do it. If we're going to get movies, let's make it those. Like, I'm sorry, like, you're saying a lot of interesting stuff, but for the past two minutes, my mind has been stuck on, did they get Bill Nahi to be the old English guy in a wheelchair with a thing stuck on his head because Patrick Stewart wasn't available? <laughs> a little bit. I mean, they, probably. I wouldn't be surprised. I I would not be surprised. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, you're you're probably not wrong. You're probably not wrong whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> so I I don't know. I I think that you could definitely do something cool like that, though. You could definitely go and you can just pick up some cool cool stuff like that. You could pick up a cool story that's already somewhat in the Pokemon universe and flesh it out to a really cool extent, or just take the manga. Just do the manga. Yeah, and then Wolverine can cut an our book in half. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, the manga is probably the coolest way you could do it. It's just adapt the manga story. I think that fits. So good. I think that fits the theme of what they were going for in Detective Pikachu just as well. I mean, uh, like, like Detective Pikachu was significantly quirkier in nature. I agree with that. But yes. I think, I think that's just the way to go. Like the Pokemon franchise is quirky. You embrace it. You love it. It works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's, it's interesting. Don't mess with don't mess with the formula. Don't try to do new Coke. New Coke will never work. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's kind of how I feel. And that's I mean, that's pretty much where I guess we'll have to end it. I mean, that's it. That's the only those are the only emails we got this week. Send yours in to pucklepodcast at gmail.com. I don't know if Uncle Oshawott has the, the, the badge yet or not. I know Smacky the Frog does. So it is. I mean, if he wants it, he has to prove that Detective Pikachu 2 is in the works with a scriptwriter. That is <laughs> That's true. Unusual. I need a source. I need a source. It's not screen rant. And exactly. As Lucy would say, yes. a source. <laughs> uh, okay. So if you want to send in an email next week to PuckoPodcast at gmail.com, first of all, it can be about anything. I'll, I'll take questions um, about my hair color. And 
you can send that into pucklepodcast.gmail.com. You can even go ahead and answer the mailbag question, which is, what did you think about Detective Pikachu? We're going to keep that rolling. Um, also, there's probably going to be Pokemon news this week. So it, it, what do you think about the Pokemon news that came out this week that's probably happened? So check out, send those emails into pucklepodcast.gmail.com and we'll read them on the next episode probably. Um, until then, you can check out more Puckly goodness with the... Uh, Puckle Plus channel every Thursday we're posting something it's going to be delayed this week unfortunately because Puckle Live got scheduled a little bit late and that's on me I, I'm I'm trying to work out all the Patreon stuff and get them put into a schedule uh, unfortunately I also am working a full-time job that is uh, that is very demanding so please uh, please give me some slack <laughs> I, I'm trying to get the Pokemon up they are up almost they are up pretty much every week I think I skipped like one or two weeks um and I am also, uh, I, I am also trying to my best to get the Patreon episode scheduled as much as I can. Um, it's just, it's one of those things where like real life is taking over as well. Just bought a new house. So like we're doing a lot of stuff on that as well. I mean, it's only, I've only been here two months. So just, just please understand as Iwata once told us when Pokemon Bank was delayed. Um, just, just please cut me some slack. I'm trying to get all of these things done. I'm trying to get the bow cards done so the $10 patrons can get those sent out as well so uh i think that is where we are though uh check out puckle plus join the puckle patreon if you haven't already at patreon.com slash puckle podcast uh, where we give away all of these goodies you can also support the show by watching us on twitch at twitch.tv slash the puckle podcast where we do a bunch of cool like pokemon battles we're doing tcg stuff over there so check out twitch um you can subscribe to us as a twitch prime member or as just a normal member as well we really appreciate any support you guys can give us there uh, you can also go to the Puckle Tea Public Store and buy t-shirts of anything, including the PuckleCon shirts, which are awesome because PuckleCon's happening in like a month now, which is crazy to think about. Mm-mm. So yeah. definitely go over that. It's going to be really exciting. Uh, you can you can meet such people as the fluffiest Whimsicott and Shamu, maybe, um, he, whose hair what is do longer. you mean maybe? He's going to be there with another box of fruit rolls. <laughs> I hope it's, I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not. Uh, and so... Please check that out uh, if you haven't already. Other, other than that, uh, we really like hanging out with you guys. So follow us on social media over at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, anywhere social media is sold where Puckle Podcast. And you can, of course, check us out, most importantly, on the Discord server where you can interact with us on all, on a pretty much daily basis. We like hanging out with you guys. That's pretty much the whole reason we're doing things. So I guess I am Trainer Thatch. I am the fluffiest whimsical detective extraordinaire. And I'm Lydian, investigative reporter. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
as always, we here at the Puckle Podcast would like to thank our patrons for supporting the show and making everything we do here possible. So thank you to Greg, Viger, Juicebox, Newly Noted, Ten Little Men, The Fluffiest Whimsicott, Shamu, Snag, Dexio, Christian, Jushiro, Rotted Mushroom, Alvaren, Seth Vilo, Marcus, King, Kivik, Claude Nine, Alolan Dergs, Colt, Jordan, Locke, Angelic Forest, David, Steve, R Sigma, Doc McStuffles, Josh, The Golden Klefki, The British Gent, Trevor, TJ, Alex, Doc Knox, Dennis, Echo, Jonathan, Michael, Taylor, Shambles, Tim, Andrew, Michaela, Dark Shaggy, Chris, Jeremy, Louise, Wade, Justin, Eric, Tank, Tavis, Jonathan, Greg, Bodtack, Chris Johnson, Alec, Mikey, Ozzy, Josh, Dark Flame 3, Hathel Reviews, Sparky, Coop, Jordan, Nick, Dylan, Huitku, Shira, Smacky the Frog, Ironcaster, Kevin, Beniza, Orange Avenger, Zuj, Thomas, Curtis, Anime Gravy, Hazelnut, Joseph, Traby, Julie, Alex Ray, and The Real EV. So thank you to all of you. It is getting harder and harder every single week to say these names, and I'm sure some of you are just joining it just to troll me at this point. But thank you from the bottom of our heart. Again, it helps us make all of the cool things happen at Puckle, including the badges. I'm really excited for those. Hopefully that we get those before the end of Summer League. Uh, we should be getting one here before the end of the month, though. But once again, thank you guys, and we will catch you on the flip-flop. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.